you are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Welcome, gamers, to One More Game Podcast, episode 28. Today is the 5th of October, 2022. I am your host, The Stroke, here with my good buddy, I'm Pickle Matt. Pickle Matt, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. I'm doing uh, basically the same thing as you, man. Getting packed up and ready to move my entire house and family. Yep. If you're uh, wondering what's going on, it is a Wednesday night. You've got that correct. We are coming to you live uh, not on a Sunday, as is tradition. This is the new night that we're going to plan on uh, recording. And then uh, you will also notice that uh, we do not have our normal setups going. So Swift Mida is an absentee today and just the two of us. And then I am... Uh, Coming to you live from a Astro A50 headset and uh, a laptop. So if I sound like crap, that's why. And but uh, we're, we 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 want to get you your gaming news, regardless. But uh, we will be moving to a Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central Time, uh, live recording at Twitch.tv/OMGPodcast from now on, and uh, we'll keep you updated on Twitter uh, if we uh, plan to change that. But uh, what do you think? You think the fans are going to dig the Wednesday night thing? Sunday night football is hard to compete with these days. Yeah, Sunday night football, you got Amazon Prime on Thursday. You got Thursday night football. I don't know. It's tough, man. I will say, though, you do sound great today. And this episode is sponsored by Astro Gaming Headsets. <laughs> Insert catchphrase for Astro Gaming Headsets if here. If you want to listen to good sound, we got it for you. That's their slogan, if you, if you were wondering. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, we are marching along, bringing you the gaming news. We talk video games, industry news, uh, game reviews, highlights, uh, hopefully uh, some information on games coming out. And uh, tonight it'll be just me and I'm Pickle Matt. Maybe Swift joins us late, but uh, we'll see. Maybe he joins us in the chat because he's at work serving his country like he does. The only one uh, not moving his family cross country in yeah. this exact week. Yeah. Well, cool, cool, dude. You ready to get into the news for the week? Yes, sir. All right. Let me see if I can play a cool sound bite uh, while we do that. There it is. All right. First on the docket, this is very important news for you uh, millennials out there. So there's a new announcement that a Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu Tamagotchi, will be coming out in January. Um, so I hope you can feed him frog eggs or whatever those things were and, uh, you give him a little ball and, uh, take care of him. All I remember about Tamagotchi's dude is you would come back for like forgetting about him for a day and there'd just be poop be all over poop your Poop everywhere. Yeah. That's kind of like cult of the lamb. <laughs> I definitely had a Tamagotchi, nice. but I know that in my mind when Tamagotchis were popular, they were probably about a thousand dollars each you know because you'd have to beg your parents to buy everything but now i have infinite money and they're probably actually only about like 10 bucks so i might scoop one of these for my kid yeah teach them some uh responsibility and whatnot yeah Wipe i mean tamagotchi basically prepared me for dogs and children and just poop and you got to pet them to make them happy and feed them and that's it yeah basically that's it Cool, and more serious gamer news for those of you who are uh, Witcher fans out there. CD Projekt Red this week has announced a whole slew of games in development. So, uh, of course, Cyberpunk 2077 is starting to uh, kind of arrive at the place that it should have been when it was released. They are working on two uh, things for that title. So one being a uh, DLC for the current game, 2077. And then uh, a full sequel to that game that they tout as prove the full power and potential of the cyberpunk universe. 
Uh, that's some big words for a company that totally screwed up that release. So hopefully they've learned their <laughs> lesson there. Um, but then they're also working on three new or a bunch of new Witcher projects, which all have crazy code names like Project Sirius and Project Polaris and Project Canis Majoris. Uh, a whole new trilogy that they plan on releasing in the Witcher universe, which has me super excited because originally they said the Witcher 3 was just going to be the end of that whole universe for them. But uh, now they're working on a whole bunch of stuff, as well as a new AAA project uh, in the Witcher universe being developed by uh, a third party developer under their under their kind of umbrella company. And that's called Project Hadar. That's going to be an open world RPG style uh but not a whole lot of detail most of these games are in the conceptual part of the development so uh i know you're going to be excited about this at least for the the witcher stuff oh yeah Witcher's gonna be great i think that i definitely think they've learned their lesson on cyberpunk and then i think they'll probably build off the engine and the same game of the first one for the second one so i imagine most of the kinks will be worked worked out for that yeah we did we did okay. announce a little while back they are dropping their like proprietary engine and they're just um, modifying Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. So it should be pretty cool. There's Swift Me Down in the chat. What's up, boys? I miss you already. We miss you too, man. <laughs> um, but if this show gets better ratings than uh, any other week, you're uh, you're out of the job. So Out of it. Cool, cool. Hey, I do have uh, a little bit of insight from an astronomy nerd. As my son can point out the moon nowadays, I've been digging into astronomy a little bit more. So they've got Project Sirius, Polaris, and Canis uh, Majoris. Sirius is actually a star within the the Canis Majoris constellation. So what does it mean? What Chat. does it mean? Listeners, Chat, tell us. send us an email. Let us know what you think it might be. The Sirius star, which is one of their games, code names, is within the Canis uh, sorry, Canis Major constellation, which is a different code name. Hmm. And Polaris is the North Star, correct? So Polaris is the North Star. You went to the academy, you know. I will uh, not lie, cheat or steal, nor tolerate. Uh, I can't remember the rest, but uh, it's uh, whenever convenient. But omg podcast gg <laughs> at gmail dot com. Send us an email if you think that's something. I had my theories because uh, maybe I'm the only one that's uh, noticed this because I'm a kind of an astronomy nerd, but. Uh, send us an email if you think there's a, if you got working theory or if you've seen anything. Yeah. And that's kind of cool to think about. Um, these games are, I think they said that a timeline for that trilogy, looking at like the next six years. So, uh, we'll see what kind of development cycle we get, but I'm excited at least to uh, explore the Witcher universe a little more besides playing Gwent. <laughs> that surprised me too, because they, they don't release games very quick in CG Pro- CD project red. So, um, if Sirius is a smaller game of the major, then it wouldn't surprise me with a six-year release time frame. Yeah, for sure. Cool, cool. Well, uh, let's move on. So this is kind of a weird one, especially t- having talked about uh, mental health a few months back. But uh, players are urging the developer Stress Level Zero to at least include a self-harm warning at the beginning of uh, Bone Lab's intro sequence. Basically, you start the game in a black room that's dark, and there's a noose hanging in front of you. It's a VR game, and your only option while you're in there is to put the rope around your neck, and then at that point, you can connect the dots, but it leads, teleports you into the medieval setting. Uh, so that's kind of a, a jarring thing if you have issues with that type of stuff, and then you throw this headset on, right, and then you appear in there, and they're like, here's a noose, uh, without any sort of warning. So... Uh, I don't know. What did you think when you read this? That's kind of crazy in my mind. That's kind of why I sent this one to uh, and to be included, you know, because it is interesting because v- the entire point of VR is a more immersive, more immersive experience than a normal video game. So as you get more and more immersive as the technology gets better, I can imagine that this, I mean, we've talked about it before, but it can already get to a point where it's, either bringing up some PTSD or like causing you to act on things that you normally wouldn't act on. So I do think it, I do think developers owe, I mean, the a trigger warning can be vague enough where it doesn't spoil anything, but I do think that there's definitely good in, in letting people know that that's happening. Um, do you remember uh, super hot? How you end the game? 
I never finished it, but you can spoil it for me if you want. Oh yeah, you just shoot yourself with a gun, uh, yeah, with I the imagine. gun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I think it's in the part where you're like more in the realistic area. So that that actually got cut from the newer versions of the game, um, oh, wow. so that you would no longer do that because they got so much blowback. Which, again, I don't see as a necessarily bad thing because if we're gonna try to really immerse people in this in this world, then I don't think. Maybe the same thing is like, I don't know. I'm sure VR will get a lot of flack if they just if there's like a, a game where you're just like running around with a with a knife and murdering like innocent people, you know what I mean? Right. Like there'd be some debate on that. So I think it's kind yeah, of a good I, thing. I do think unlike never before with VR, uh, and we've talked about this in the past, but with that immersion like you were you were getting at, developers are gonna have to start understanding that there's a little bit more responsibility and, and uh, respect that they're going to need to have for certain events. Right. And uh, I, I think at a bare minimum, yeah, like a warning is, is definitely something that companies need to have in, in something like that, especially if it's at the beginning of your game, right? Like you're not spoiling anything for anyone because that's how you start the game. So yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, we're going to we're going to get into a, I mean, we're already seeing VR being used for exposure therapy for people with PTSD and things like that. So, uh it's an interesting tool but also a a new line that we have to tread carefully. Um but we'll see how things start to go. I I wouldn't be surprised to see kind of more stringent regulations coming out on VR properties uh in the future here, but uh we'll see what Yeah, kind of especially comes along. With the ESRB, they might be writing those a little bit more differently or including that in the factor. But Bone Lab right. is the sequel to Boneworks, which is a really, really popular game. And apparently Bone Lab is a really good game. So if you're about to play that or you want to download it, just be warned. Um, I think they have a warning in the game now, but there there you go. Yeah, it's a really high quality, um, like kind of one-to-one physics, physics yeah. enabled uh, sandbox almost, at least when I tried it. But we'll see what what else they got going on but i didn't know that was in there uh i guess until i read this so interesting yeah cool cool uh check out game pass this month it's uh loaded with stuff chivalry 2 medieval dynasty the walking dead games uh costume quest which sounds uh pretty exciting for you uh, cosplayers <laughs> out there evil <laughs> Evil, Evil, uh, Dice and Sphere program, which is a really cool game. Scorn and a Plague Tale Requiem. So uh, head over to Game Pass. Check out all kinds of stuff. Also in the news, Overwatch is out. Overwatch 2, they're calling it, in case you haven't heard the news. Uh, And that's in our news. But guess what? That's going to be the major topic for the week. So we're going to move on from that. All right, Pickle Matt, I know you're a big Google Stadia guy. So let's go ahead and pour one out. For the project that we totally knew was going to succeed. Uh, Literally never, ever played it before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know how Google, like, it, it, you can almost predict when their projects are going to fail nowadays. Like, when they announced Stadia, I was like, that'll be what a, popular. What is, uh, there's a website. Oh, killedbygoogle.com. Yeah, there uh, it is. Google Glass. It, yeah, it's got... I think it's got how many entries? 274 entries now. So products that were either announced uh, or were live for periods of time. And then uh, it tells you how long and why they died and all that kind of stuff. It's really funny. Good Lord. But yeah, so this one's kind of been definitely been a disaster, right? Because I I was reading an article that, um, what is that game? I just bought Liam for his birthday. Uh, the Hot Wheels game, Unleashed. Oh, yeah. Not the uh, Forza one, but the, the specific Hot Wheels game. Uh, I bought it for him on Switch, and they just made an announcement on Twitter that said, uh, we're going to be releasing on Google Stadia. How exciting. And then literally a few hours later, Google announced that they were killing it. And so, like, <laughs> uh, like you're not even going to tell the developers that are you're partnering with that you're going to kinks this? Like, yeah. Dude, well, dude, I tell you what, though, as annoying as that is for them, I bet it they probably did one of the most uh, bro-like cancellations that they've ever done because they're they're refunding everybody for the hardware that they bought, and they're refunding everybody for every single game they purchased. So you, 
if you're a big Google Stadia person, you just got free gaming for the length of the time that you that you had Google Stadia. Yeah, that's a that is one positive. I I did also read another article though that some I think it was Red Dead Redemption player had like cr- some crazy number of hours in that game and he was like begging Rockstar to transfer his files over to something else cuz he was essentially oh. losing all of that progress. Uh, uh, so I'm I'm sure there's a bunch of that out there as uh, yeah. people are trying to abandon ship and bring their valuables with them. Jeez, uh, that really sucks. Pour one out for that guy. Yeah, that's my one downside, my one like skepticism when it comes to cloud gaming services is like at any point that stuff can just be pl- unplugged and now what do you do? But I mean, that's like downloading um, Nintendo Switch games or Wii U games or Wii games off of the store instead of buying them physical. Like the Nintendo 64 games that were produced will be there infinitely until they break. The East shop will be closed at some point for the Switch. So you right, will not which, have access to those games if you ever lose your Switch or whatever. Which they're already closing down the Wii U store slowly but surely. So like if you have stuff in there, you need to make sure it's downloaded before that store closes, which is, I don't know, it's a weird time to to be a gamer who doesn't have physical copies of stuff. But every time, I don't know how many times Google can do this before they literally lose all credibility. Like, how are they going to get customer buy-in on a product in the future here? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, they'll just keep selling our private data well not private data to other companies to uh make money yeah i mean like you said right they did a bro move right yeah paying everyone back for the hardware and games but at the same time that means like it is literally financially better for them to pay all those 10 people back who bought stadia yeah i don't i don't know if that's a yeah like that's kind of crazy i don't know if that's a financially better thing or if it's just like almost like when companies donate to charity is just for the publicity because like Google has so much cash, like they run the world um, here in the next 10 years. Right. When they figure out AI, but um, my buddy Donnie, who apparently doesn't want to participate on twitch.tv slash OMG podcast is uh, texted me and said, apparently Bethesda selling to Microsoft really hurts Stadia, which I could see that, but I don't know um, where he's getting that from or, whatnot but there you go yeah i mean that's a huge library of games especially like many hours played games like skyrim and all that that stadia loses out to game pass uh, because all that's on game pass but yeah true interesting times uh dude i heard you got one more uh news tidbit to bring up before we move on oh yeah dude um swift i know you're watching uh this one really hurt Swift, I'm sure, but the uh, there's some devs for some Nintendo Switch games that say Nintendo is no longer allowing uncensored breasts in their games on the eShop. So the developer, Gaz Muzumi, was hoping to bring Hot Tentacle Shooter to the eShop in the near future, but their hentai game will be not allowed until they censor those breasts. So... Swift says, ouch, in the chat. Sorry, no tentacle, uh, hot tentacle shooter for you, Swift. And uh, you'll have to find that on some other platform that's not uh, for children. Uh, this doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. Honestly, I'm surprised that it took this long. Switch has definitely been more um, liberal with titles that are allowed to be on there than any other Nintendo platform that I've seen uh, because there's so many indies on the, the Switch shop. Uh, but yeah. So I think Google Stadia is dead. Uh, uncensored uh, breasts are gone. <laughs> it's just a bad day overall for gamers. Um, that's my question. So there's actually like The Witcher 3. Can you play that now? Like, is that doable? Oh, good question. Because that's on Switch, right? They brought it over? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe they have to like edit it, but that's kind of weird. Unplayable. 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 Game, Get that filtered. I do All know right, that they have there's, oh, there's some, this was probably caused by some Nintendo employee that was like, please, for the love of God, don't make me play another one of these titles to see if it's playable on our console. <laughs> Just like one guy that's assigned <laughs> all of these hentai games. 
Oh God. Poor now guy. he can't hold a real relationship in his life and only sees squids everywhere. I saw I saw a similar meme for the guy who's uh, testing out the Steam Deck and has to go through every <laughs> single game to see if it's uh, Steam Deck compatible. <laughs> just just hit playable and move on, buddy. He's he's just a dried up raisin these days. All right, let's get into the games radar for the week. Let me find a cool uh, sound thing to play on my laptop here. I can oh. make the sound of my F-16 radar breaking lock and slamming it against the side of the its case. Yeah. All right. Overwatch 2 came out, uh, what, two days ago? No, was it the fourth? Yeah, yesterday, officially. Yesterday. Uh, Pickle Matt, what has your experience been with the brand new title from Blizzard Entertainment? <laughs> Dude, uh, so I played the beta, and that was... Uh, this disappointing a little bit i would say but um i didn't really get a chance to play too much however i certainly did log in and uh attempt to play at least twice uh on overwatch 2 and then if anybody's watched the video game donkey youtube video it was exactly his experience so you'll log in there and it'll say there are forty thousand people in the queue in front of you um and then you wait for a significant amount of time and then eventually it's your turn. And then 50% of the time, in my experience, you will then get disconnected and have to re-queue behind 40,000 people. To be fair, this isn't like World of Warcraft classic where there were actually that many people in the queue. Uh, they were being DDoSed, which I don't know why people do this. I guess because they can have an effect on other people's lives. But uh, So yeah, all kinds of connection issues and uh, standard... BS stuff from people running those DDoSs, which uh, I'm assuming is just like a massive spam of fake accounts trying to take up the server connections to these yeah. things. But a DDoS is a basically one one entity or set of entities will get control of a ton of people's computers, and basically, if you wanted to like DDoS, um, for example, like Twitch, you would have all of them like thousands or millions of computers just try to load the website and keep loading it so it just crashes their servers so kind of like a super bowl commercial airing that's almost a um intentional ddos attack when like you can't load the hyundai web page because everybody's trying to look at that hyundai car they just showed now oh, interesting uh improper pearl clutcher first time chatter <laughs> says apparently it's that. almost the same game as the first one yeah it uh that's what we noticed during the beta I'm sure there's going to be plenty coming out that makes it different and fun, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for the PDE element once that finally does come out. But uh, Swift is—he's uh, in the chat there. He's not able to give us his uh, words. He's played a little bit more than you, I think. Uh, so Swift, why don't you type up a little review of your experience with Overwatch 2 so far, and we'll read it aloud uh, to the listeners and viewers. Uh, okay, cool. November or October seventh for the Switch. We're finally getting No Man's Sky. I think this game is going to be perfect for the Switch because uh, it's kind of a casual pick it up, set yeah. it down, get back in there, get out of there uh, kind of thing. Uh, and they've done a lot to that game to make it actually worth playing. So, a couple days and uh, you'll be able to play that on your Switch. I'm interested to see how it holds up graphically uh, on that thing. But uh, so far the ports haven't been too bad. Uh, but yeah, should be kind of good. I think you're right. I think it's a perfect game for the Switch. Yeah, makes sense to me. Uh, even so, like to the point, I downloaded it on my uh, Steam Deck because it seemed like a perfect little uh, handheld game. But yeah, once I realized I could play like the really good games on that thing, I haven't <laughs> dabbled in uh, things like No Man's Sky. But all right, Pickle Matt, what do you know about Asteragos Curse of the Stars? This comes out 11 October on PS4, Xbox, and PC. <laughs> what I was going to say I know about this is that it comes out 11 October for <laughs> PS4, Xbox, and PC. Cool, there you have it. Uh, we'll get you more information uh, once uh, Swift Mida in the chat hits us up with that data. But uh, it's a, it is definitely a game that you can check out here next week. It's a uh, yeah. It's a game for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got. Eleven October as well. No more Heroes Three. This is going to be the PlayStation and Xbox kind of uh, release. This was on Switch as well. 
Uh, you got any data on this thing? Yeah, I looked up. So No More Heroes is kind of a popular game because I, I don't know, at least from my opinion or from what I saw, I, I just see a lot of stuff about No More Heroes when I look at Switch stuff. And then uh, I just watched the trailer a few minutes ago and I could not decipher anything about it. It looks like a story-driven game that is in the style of an Adult Swim cartoon. So have fun there you have. if you like that. Cool, you'll have that option on PlayStation <laughs> Xbox 11 October. Uh, here we go. Swimming does in the chat. He says, I played like 25 games of Overwatch 2. Lots of horrible players that don't know what they're supposed to do uh, to help the exactly. team, which makes yep. sense. Connection issues are horrible, just like you said, and I'm sad that PvP didn't release with the game. PvP, now I have yeah. to wait until sometime in 2023 for the one thing I was looking forward to most about the game. Uh, that's that's sad to hear from Swift because he was definitely excited about uh, Overwatch 2, but uh, the game yeah, is PvP fun at its very core, right? So you're gonna you're gonna have a a good gaming time if you play the game. Uh, no, but there's definitely a no. You there's a lot of there's a there's, there's a lot of people in the game who have no idea what's going on. So if you're playing by yourself, good luck. Uh, and then there's some good <laughs> good new characters that. Uh, Swift said, so same game with new characters and new lighting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we were all crazy if we thought PvE was going to release at um, launch day because, like, dude, I don't think a single game that I've played in the last, except for Elden Ring, has been, like, a full game release on launch yeah. day, you know? And that's the, that's the fault of, honestly, the fault of, like, the bigwigs in the top of all these companies uh, because... Oh, yeah. Game developers would not release a half-baked product if they didn't have someone breathing down their neck to make it happen. But that's true. And then, I mean, the I don't blame Overwatch so much because all of the AAA titles that I care about, besides maybe Call of Duty and God of War, they're all getting delayed till spring of 2023, right? So, like, this is a good window to launch a game if you're going to try to get some sales of that battle pass. Yeah, that makes sense to me, and uh, gives them time to kind of get some things worked out before holiday season and all that stuff. So we'll see. <laughs> Swift said, "I had fun until Pickle Matt joined. I was complaining quite a bit because we did get matched. I think we played one or two games. Man, we got matched with some real stupid players. Like, <laughs> no offense, but they were dumb. Um, at one point, I think me and Swift had one kill each, and I was the tank, and he was DPS, and then we lost. So like." It was ah, it was not good. Cool. That sounds entertaining. But that's our major topic, so maybe we'll get to it later. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh. One more thing for the games radar: the PC Building Simulator Two. Uh. The first one's been out for quite some time, but there's going to be a new one coming out on 12 October on PC. Uh. If you are a PC building enthusiast, this is as close as it gets to real life without spending two thousand dollars. So I grab this thing up. I think it works in VR actually. And you can get in there and actually like see how the pieces fit together, and uh, it's it's fairly realistic and and kind of cool. So check it out. Cool, cool. If there's another game you're excited about, like Pickle Matt said earlier, you can uh, reach out to us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at OMG podcast GG at gmail dot com. Uh, we'd love to hear your game recommendations or other things we missed on the radar. Uh, or you can also drop it in our Discord, which Pickle Matt will provide in the chat. Bonsai Gaming, search us and uh, join us. Looking for a community of gamers that uh, you want to, you know, get in the nexus with or, or explore other realms. We're here for you. There's always someone on there playing something, chatting, talking, uh, hanging out, and uh, we'd love to have you join us. Cool, cool. No listener emails this week. We'll keep it short and sweet and get right into the major topic of the week. I wish I had the Overwatch 2 or Overwatch 1. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, we're going to get DMCA'd because I made that one for one perfect. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! <laughs> perfect pitch all right pickle matt let's go back to 2016 we're young second I don't lieutenants remember that year at all no we're first lieutenants i think we're almost captains at this point 
I'm pretty sure we got promoted in the bar with PL uh, at the same time. So, shout out to Blood if he's watching. He's definitely not. Yeah, definitely not dude. retired. Uh, cool, cool. Uh, what do you remember about playing uh, Overwatch in Korea? All I remember is no, I remember everything about it. But I think we spent, I think tw- at least one month of my life. I mean, like if you were to measure my gaming time from xbox on to xbox off in the entire span of 13 months i'm pretty sure one month of it was me playing overwatch one (laughs) yeah like your actual measured time in korea a month of that was solid overwatch cues at least it had to been because so i mean you remember the exercises right so like when you do an exercise in korea you work a maybe a nine to eleven hour shift ish and then you go back to the, they bust you back to the dorms and you're not allowed to leave the dorms. So like, what are you going to do? Like, I'm not going to do push-ups in my bedroom. I'm not an idiot. Um, so I'm going to play Overwatch with my buddies and you know, everybody it's a, it's like a college dorm. You all live within, uh, you know, 69 feet of each other. So everybody's playing Overwatch on Xbox in Korea. It's, it was such a great time. Yeah. We were all locked in, uh, in our dorms and, uh, you know, really tight knit kind of stuff going on, hanging out. We had a curfew when we were in Korea. So we had to be, uh, in our dorms by, was it one or two? I don't remember. 1am uh, baby. 1am. We could not be out on the economy in uh, South Korea. So guess what? We're probably all still awake and raring to go by that time. So a lot of drunken overwatch was, was had. Uh, and that's where we learned that Blonde Bandit, my wife, is uh, is our backpack mercy. So she uh, she spent a good eight months out there uh, once we finally convinced her to play with us, uh, playing Overwatch and being the mercy main and keeping us healed up. And uh, yeah, great times we had. We uh, had uh, Easy when when Blonde Bandit wasn't there. We had Easy playing Lucio. I was usually Zarya. We had uh, Shift or Sober back then playing Roadhog. Um, I remember everybody. Everybody's Road characters. Yeah, yeah, I think I actually met Swift on Overwatch before I met him in IRL, <laughs> even though we lived in the same building, uh, just because he was a Juvat and I didn't talk to those guys. Yeah, probably. Uh, Living above us on the second floor. Idiots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, it was... Swift, uh, says, Swift says, I have no recollection of playing Overwatch, just know that we did, and it was awesome. Yeah, That's we accurate. definitely did a lot Dude, of... We that. played Overwatch on Ambien quite a bit too. Like I remember popping in Ambien for our night shift and then like, all right, we got one more game before this one more game, so to speak, yeah. before this Ambien kicks in. <laughs> it and kicks in. It probably turned into like three games, but not us actually playing, just drooling. I think that's why that song is so drilled into my nugget because of the times that I fell asleep while playing. And so that song <laughs> would just be playing while I woke up, like when when I woke up eight hours later. If the Malaysian uh, <laughs> prime minister was in the room, you'd probably try to murder him, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a Zoolander reference for you mo- millennials out there probably understand. Yeah, it was interesting out there for us uh, listeners because we were on Xbox in South Korea, and Xbox is not a very popular uh, console in Asia in general. And so we literally played with like the same, I want to say, pool of like 50 players uh, every time we logged, like queued, uh, so we, had their names we literally knew man. their names. There was a guy named Torbjorn Ready. <laughs> yeah, dude, we gotta uh, find him a... on Xbox. It's some dude that was at Osan, probably. Yeah, probably, uh, probably just a bunch of other uh, U.S. military people stationed over there. But uh, yeah, it was interesting, a lot of fun, uh, easy for us to get six people to play. So queues were pretty fast because we didn't have to wait for teammates, just uh, opponents, and uh, yeah. All right, Pickle Matt, let me test your knowledge. Where? Let's go back to the origin of Overwatch. What do you know about uh, where this game came from? Blizzard? Blizzard, great job. Yeah, I know the soundbite thing, random fact you gave me, but I don't. I have no idea. Other than that, okay, so let me let me hit you with some knowledge. Blizzard was actually developing a another MMO that was based in kind of a futuristic, but kind of realistic uh earth uh, it was called titan well the, the code name was titan and this thing was in development for about seven years kind of behind the scenes um and then eventually they just scrapped it and they left a 40-man team including jeff kaplan who was kind of like the father of overwatch 
to kind of figure out what they were going to do with all those assets and all that story and all that kind of stuff. And that ended up being molded into kind of a team shooter, similar to Team Fortress 2, uh, that would later be known as Overwatch, which is why Overwatch seems to have kind of like a half-coherent story, story baked yeah. in. Right. Like, it's got a lot of lore, but doesn't really <laughs> make sense for the shooter that you're playing, right? Um, so that's that's kind of where all that came from, which I thought was interesting. And I, I, I it's... It, that probably would have been a great game, but it must have just not worked out based on uh, how crappy that company was behind the scenes. But So there you have it. Overwatch was announced. It was the first new, completely new Blizzard IP since StarCraft. Uh, so they were... Before that time, they were just reproducing their, their Warcraft, uh, StarCraft, and Diablo IPs uh, ad nauseum. And so Overwatch was kind of the first thing. I think it was 20... 14 announced 2016 betas went out and uh, there you have it unlike valve they were not afraid on their other ips to go past two right yep we, well they've made threes uh so valve is uh you know they're working on it i think half-life three that's confirmed cool, cool stroke is trying to get into the video game industry half-life three just yeah, was yeah. confirmed you can hear it first here on uh, One More Game Podcast, Half-Life 3 confirmed. Uh, and if you're works. looking for more news like that, feel free to subscribe on twitch.tv slash OMG podcast. would be forever hey, grateful. Hey, speaking of subscribers, we have four subscribers to this point. And uh, Pickle Matt is showing you there here in the for you viewers that are watching live on our Twitch. The first 10 subscribers are going to get a custom 3D printed version of their gamer tag or whatever else you want printed up in uh, selectable colors as defined by I'm Pickle Matt. I just uh, got purple so now, in for Crizzo and uh, Craig, so we've got purple available now too. Very nice. And uh, our most recent subscriber, besides I'm Pickle Matt himself, is uh, Strafin. <laughs> so uh, reach out to us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to print out for you, what color. And uh, he'll have it sent your way. Yeah. doesn't have to be your gamer tag. It can be a phrase or whatever. I could print Overwatch and Overwatch Orange because I do have that color. And um, no slurs or anything crazy. Cool, cool. All right, we already talked about the uh, Overwatch 2 release, kind of the DDoS out there. Um, I don't know. What, what does this game need to do for you to kind of get into it? Because uh, here's what I'll say. Doesn't, for for me to get into it, we ha I need we will need at least a team of four, I would say, at a constant rate. So I can play Heroes of the Storm by myself right now because I'm usually the anchor anyway. But Overwatch, man, like, dude, this because it's now free to play, there's no barrier to entry, and there's uh, so many people that don't understand what's going on playing right now. I do think that in a, in a month that will get better because Call of Duty is going to come out and nobody's going to give a crap about it if they like Call of Duty, right? So I think what we might be seeing is a lot of flooding of a different game, like people that actually like a different game before they go back to Fortnite or Call of Duty or whatever. But, I, dude, I cannot play with teammates that are just like letting the tank get all of the kills because they're just dying and not healing and stuff like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a rough release, to say the least. Um, and I'm a little bit worried, kind of Halo Infinite style, that if this continues and the PVE side of it turns out to be not so grand, which I'm a little worried about because they're not confident enough to release it and show anything about it, this game is going to die pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, it's still Blizzard game, so I think they'll support it um, at... And the, I, they'll work through their server issues because this waiting for 40,000 people supposedly in front of me was insane. Um, like we talked about before, like our time is valuable now. I have a I have a kid with a second on the way. Like I, I just don't have the time to queue to wait to play a game and then queue to play the game, which is insane to me. Yeah. Um, imagine if you're playing on like GeForce Now, the free version where you have to wait to queue to GeForce Now and then you'd have to wait to queue to Overwatch and then wait to queue in a game. That's just... <laughs> 
I mean, that was uh, already my biggest deterrent in the current state of Overwatch 1 was like, yeah. I wanted to play DPS, right? But I had to get a longer queue because everyone wants to be DPS. So I'm already waiting five minutes at a time just to find a, a match. And then, I mean, I there's just the nostalgia of previously playing it. It's kind of like Halo for me, too. Like, it's never going to be as good as our six-man team in Korea. You know what I mean? With all everybody on the mic and being loud and obnoxious in the dorms so uh gonna have to get people on so dude if if you guys want to play listeners or viewers hit us up on the um discord bonsai gaming find us or send me a message i'm pickle matt on uh on twitch or playstation or xbox now um and we'll queue in a match with you because i i can't play without talking to people Stupid yeah people. and this the game has always been at its finest when you're with a organized team right so uh, we may not be giving it a fair shake. It may be really well thought out from a tactics and team standpoint. Um, so let's let's get in there, get some. I know Butter Toast is all about it, so he wants. He's already requested a Bonsai Overwatch night every week. So we'll see if we can get that on the books and uh, maybe know, get in there and uh, get on the payload. You know, stay frosty. Stay frosty. Yeah. All right. Let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, this overwatch lore okay so the way that they've done this is released like pixar level animated shorts for the different heroes they're so good but they literally tell you almost nothing about how it all ties together like yeah i I feel like this game has so much potential and it's probably all rooted in the whole fact that it was a different game for so long um it's like and there's comic books, I guess, and I haven't I haven't got into all that, but there's so much uh, so much substance that could be molded into something cool. But like, Dude, I almost thought like when they started releasing those, I was like, are they trying to like like secretly pitch themselves to Netflix to try to get an Overwatch series like on Netflix? But then nothing ever happened of it. I was like, that's what like, I thought these are too. Well I was... produced and like. <laughs> If they made a coherent story, like I'd probably watch it because I like the game, but it's just never. I guess they didn't get picked up by HBO or whatever. Yeah, they had outstanding voice actors, like great, like cinematics, and you could see this kind of story almost being there, and then it was just like nothing to tie it together. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? And then you get in a match and you're playing against the same people. So like the actual in-game stuff makes no sense for the lore. So it's like, well, what's happening? The, you've got the lore inside the game and then you got the lore like while you're playing. Like there's voice lines that are like, oh, look at this history between Winston and this other character. I mean, like what? Right. what's going on with this monkey doctor guy that's really smart? But, but then no. you go into <laughs> you play the other team and there's also Winston like you're just like what's happening? Which but, by the way, there's no Winston now. Oh yeah, that's one thing we forgot <laughs> to tell people. <laughs> what? Like how are you gonna take the guy uh, that literally starts your game as like the main character in Overwatch One? Like, is this thing on? Maybe it's a, then, is this thing on? Yeah, that's right. Uh, maybe Weird. that's like the Professor Oak non NPC now, but. Dude, we never had a Winston on our team in Korea, so it Winston wasn't like he's got like canceled. A, he's not an OP character. Maybe it's like uh, a tribute to Harambe. They took him out of the game. Yeah, pour one out. Pour one out. I think they I think I made a song about him. But cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping for good things from this PVE thing, but my my hopes are uh, my my hopes versus my realistic thoughts towards it are uh, not matched up. And uh, I'm a little worried about it, but it's kind of like, did you ever play Fortnite PVE? Like what oh, the original no. game was supposed to be? No, it was like a zombie survival game where you would right. actually like build. I played it for a little bit and I was like, oh, I kind of want to play the multiplayer now. <laughs> All right. This is not cool. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, Overwatch is a big thing. It kind of uh, it tried to do something with esports that hadn't been done, at least in America before, and create uh, city-based, actual, uh, almost like a real sports league. League COVID kind of effed that up pretty good because they stopped playing. Uh, hey, thanks for the follow, Improper Pearl Clutcher. Uh, happy to have you here, and uh, yeah, keep joining us every Wednesday. 
Um, so the Dallas Fuel had an actual arena here in Dallas, Fort Worth, that yeah. you could go and watch them play live, but now they don't do that anymore. Right when I moved here, which sucked. But didn't at one point they have a game on the Dallas uh, Cowboys Stadium, like Jumbotron? Yeah, they did. Uh, they had they they sold out their little esports stadium, and they sold a lot of tickets to their big events too. Um, so it's kind of it shows you Overwatch League did. It was kind of a proof of concept that got screwed up a lot by COVID. Um, but I do think there is a market out there if someone could tap into it correctly. Uh, I know they were hemorrhaging money when it came to Overwatch League. Um, and the other thing for me that was kind of like, I don't want to sound like judgmental or anything about this, but every single player on almost all the teams was Korean. And so like, yeah, it's hard for you to establish like a loyalty to a, a certain team from a, a city when and they were all moving teams so much that it was just like, I don't really know uh, any of these guys and can't really relate. Yeah. But. I mean, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like LeBron. If LeBron already changes teams a shit ton, but if he changed teams every other season and right. he also didn't speak English, like you'd be like, I don't, I mean, he's good, but I don't really care. Right. It's hard for you to, it's hard for me to kind of get behind that when, Every time they're interviewing them, there's a translator right there, and so it's hard for you to make that connection with the the individual players one on one. But you, um, but you do have a point. I think there is a market. Like, dude, look how much money Twitch. This episode brought to you by Twitch TV. Uh, look how much money people put into just watching people stream. Like, Doctor Disrespect oh, yeah. is a multimillionaire now. And I mean, there's constantly tens of thousands of people watching people play any kind of game that you can imagine. Right? So I have to assume that people would maybe want to do that socially or in person in big enough cities. Yeah, for sure. There was, they showed that it could work. Um, just the longevity of it is a little bit interesting because unlike sports, like football doesn't get a expansion, right? Like you yeah. don't get a downloadable content for the NFL, whereas video games change so much that it's hard for a game to stay relevant for very long, which Overwatch did for quite some time. Like it's still one of the most, even before two came out, Overwatch one is still one of the bigger channels on um, Steam or uh, Twitch. So anyways, yeah. yeah. What no else you want to say in Overwatch either? That's true. But there is Carpal Tunnel. We did, we did uh, sell that out a couple episodes. You got to watch out. Yep. Cool. Uh, so, Anything else to bring up about this uh, this game? No, I mean, well, one other thing, the heroes have changed quite a bit. So I, I played the beta a little bit. I just feel lost now because I didn't play the game. I don't know how much the heroes changed between Overwatch One and Two, and how much it changed just since we played. But like, Oriza had none of the abilities that she originally had when I was yeah. playing the game in 2006. Like I, I picked her as the tank. I was like. This was the wrong choice. Now I'm throwing a javelin. Like I thought I was gonna shoot like a black hole thing that sucks everybody in towards it. Yeah, she does that spinny thing with her javelin. Yeah, now. she's it's all shield. kinds of weird. Yeah, they yeah. kind of. I think they kind of wanted to get away from the shield stuff. Yeah, now only know. Reinhardt has it, I guess, and then like yeah. one portable. But but it was just weird that um, it was hard to get back into, right? Because uh, it's just confusing to me. There is some weird stuff like Doomfist is not the same like combination fighter guy he's a tank who does i don't even know what he does now but well that and then they you know five players instead of six now with with one required tank two dps and two support like that's also very weird to me um same thing everybody yeah. was saying if you have a crappy tank you're gonna be effed right because you only got one uh, yeah they also kind of de-emphasized crowd control type stuff so may doesn't slow people and freeze them McCree yeah, she slows but doesn't free. Cassidy yeah, doesn't freeze, yeah. stun anymore. Like, it's a different game, but not necessarily in a good way. But we'll see if it uh, gets ironed out there. That was one of my favorite. And then Mercy, like the the full team revive. Like, I imagine Jen was pretty heartbroken about that. So that thing's been gone through some ups and downs. They removed it in Overwatch One eventually. Yeah. And then they brought it back for a short amount of time, and now I'm not sure if it's there or gone. But yeah, no, it's not there. Jen's 
Jen's having a hard time getting back into it because of the single tank thing, because it's much harder to stay alive as a as a squishy healer when only one person is there to really protect you. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. Well, it almost seems like our... they... Oh, sorry. It oh, almost seems like they tried to take too much of HOTS style and put it into Overwatch. They went yeah. down to five, one tank, like, because in HOTS, I mean, you either do one good tanky tank or you do two tanks where one of them is like a also a kind of a DPS player. And right. then a, you know, ranged assassin and then somebody that can support, kind of do some supporting, you know? But like, I don't know. Yeah, it is a little weird. I, I, I mean, they've got time to figure out if it works or not, but uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not on board to kind of be like their play testers. I want it to be fun now. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a we got to get a crew together and give it a real honest uh, hack, and then yeah, I think in that's the meantime, a good idea. The memes are great in the meantime because like video game donkeys video review was freaking hilarious. Um, <laughs> everybody's like review where it's like, oh, this is so, this is so incredible. Big changes, five instead of six people. The end. And yeah, like, <laughs> it's really funny. I think you can definitely tell the uh, companies that get paid to say the good stuff, like the the bold refresh that Overwatch needed. I was like, really <laughs> yeah. bold? Yeah, because uh, it's got a two after it. In the title yeah. screen. Yeah. And the uh, UI is cleaner. But cool. <laughs> All right. There we have it. There's our coverage of Overwatch. Uh, that is our major topic for the week. And like we said before, we've had some listeners submitted major topics. So if you'd like to reach out to us and uh, provide that, you can find us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what you want us to talk about. You could be the next reason we spend an hour talking about video games. Cool, dude. With that being said, let's get into what we played this week. All right, I'll start because I uh, barely played video games. If you're unaware of what I've got going on, I've had my whole house packed up and shipped off to another state. So, uh, yeah, I uh, barely played games at all, which is kind of sad. I hate when that happens. But uh, the only game I played this week was Mario Party Superstars with the family. Nice. And I've just been making it my goal to just stomp my son because he he has it in his mind that he can win whenever he wants. Um, but yeah. I, I'm just I'm over it. He's it's time for him to learn that you either get better or you lose, and that's yeah, how it's going right good. now. Yeah, and he doesn't like it. So <laughs> we uh we were playing the other night. This is a funny story, and. uh Somebody showed up to pick up a couch that we sold from uh, our upstairs loft. And so we paused it and told him he couldn't play until uh, this couch was gone. Well, we get the couch out of the house and we come back upstairs. And he has been playing for all of us for like six turns. He's oh. got three He's got three stars all of a sudden. And we're <laughs> just like, oh, dude. So we just... No mercy. He didn't win a single mini game from that point on. Like, just he got he got punished in in a game sense for uh, being a little cheater. So good, good. <laughs> uh, but that's it, man. That game's cool. My one complaint is I feel like there's only five maps. I I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. Like, if I need to buy them in some kind of in-game, you collect coins and spend the coins that you earn to get a new map. Because there should be like fifty mario party maps at this point from all the games that it's drawing from but it seems like there's only like four or five which is kind of weird uh yeah that's but, interesting how many were there in like the nintendo 64 version there's probably like I think, six or seven i think in the 64 version there was at least four or five um yeah and and this has only that so and some of them are from mario party two three four so i'm kind of confused maybe they're coming out as dlcs later or something but yeah we'll see uh, but there you have it, dude. That was my gaming week. Kind of, uh, kind of. Oh, you know what? We haven't talked about. I guess I'll talk about this because it's been a little while. Uh, I guess it doesn't really didn't happen this week. But um, Bonsai Gaming has completed their first ever Destiny raid. Uh, oh yeah, good work, boys. Uh, we completed the Vault of Glass with uh, Easy, Nemtuo. Who else was there? Uh, Craig. 
me, and then uh, we picked up two new guys who are in the Bonsai gaming Discord nowadays. I uh, can't remember what their gamer tags are, but we did it, dudes. We, oh, uh, dude, we you raided together. You don't remember them? Come on. Yeah, I know. It's rough. Uh, Raid or die. By to stand by. But uh, yeah, we completed the Vault of Glass. I think it took us about... Tristan? Was it Tristan? Know, so, or Nine Midgets? Uh, Tristan and Nine Midgets, uh, which I don't think you can say anymore. Um, oh. Yeah, we completed the uh, Vault of Glass. It took us probably uh, two and a half hours-ish. Uh, there you have it. Pickle Matt, are you still there? Is it just me? I'm still here. Are you still there? I'm still here, but we're frozen in time and space uh, visually. So that's okay. Cool. That's all right. Uh, cool beans. So yeah, there you have it. Bonsai Gaming uh, official Destiny raid clear. Uh, pretty neat. Let's see. Nice work, can... easy on his first like couple weeks playing Destiny. Gets a raid done. Good for him. I knew. I knew he was gonna love that game. Um, I just knew it. And uh, he's all about it. So, and he's actually pretty good, which is cool. Nice, getting his light level up. Um, but yeah, cool, dude. What'd you play? Um, okay, cool. I play a little bit of Overwatch two when I could. Um, about two or three games. So I haven't given it the old college try, but we already talked about all that. So I'm hoping it gets better. I hope we get uh, a little bit of gaming sessions going scheduled after I move and all that kind of stuff. That way we can have some uh, good old times. Um, but other than that. Um, shout out to my, my buddy, uh, Ahab. He had a knee surgery recently. Um, oh, the, the, set the stream. Okay. There we go. Sorry. Te- technical difficulties with our, with our deployed setup here. Working on it. I don't know if you're watching or listening afterwards, Ahab, but, uh, he had a knee surgery. One of our B core students that just graduated and kind of delayed his, uh, change of station by like six months. But, uh, Went and saw him on the hospital, and we were going to play some Switch, but his were his was dead when I got there. Um, so we didn't get a chance to play, but I ended up uh, playing some Super Smash Brothers because thinking about playing the Switch made me want to play again. So I played a little bit of Smash, which was super fun. Always a great game to play. Um, yeah. Couch co-op or online or just by yourself. Um, so there's that. And then I played a little bit of Grounded on Xbox PC Game Pass, oh. uh, which is... That uh, Valheim-like survival um, RPG game. What are those called? Survival? Uh, I don't know. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids survival. uh, Yeah, so Grounded is like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So you're in a backyard. You're a kid. It's like this controversy. Like When you first start the game, there's like all these kids that are going missing, and it turns out they're getting shrunk in the backyard. Um, So I just started that. It's really cool. There's the one of the weirdest... Uh, notifications I got um, before I started a game ever, which was the instead of like a like the notification we talked about before, it was arachnophobia warning. So it basically said there's going to be lifelike size, uh, life sized uh, massive spiders in the game, and you can turn on arachnophobia mode, where like if you're afraid of spiders, it will turn them into something else. I think. Or less realistic, or something. I don't know what I'm it was. I'm curious what they turn into. I haven't encountered a spider yet, but I assume it's going to look realistic and cool. But um, I'm not like, I've never been like terrified of games, at least not in the spider sense, I guess. <laughs> um, but it asks you twice if you want to turn on the uh, arachnophobia mode. So I, I assume it might be a significant emotional event. Um, but yeah, running around as a little kid trying to gather grass um and like sap and stuff and craft things is it's kind of fun and uh looks like there's a four-player co-op so i would like to uh, maybe get in with somebody else either uh randos online or if we can get some bonsai gamers it's free on game pass so looks, looks like it cool could be kind me. of fun yeah i definitely want to check that out i just like the world that they made it kind of reminds me of army men did you ever play those games yeah i did yeah those are good i played the shit out of army men toys in space if anyone ever played that um but it was like a top-down uh action game uh but it reminds me of that because you're you're in the backyard and there's like ants that are the size of you and all this stuff and you're like walking into this little computer thing to like go and look at the microprocessors inside of them it's it's really fun um so far but like i said before i can get really lost in these games and just it becomes a time toilet to me like i'll just like 
I'll play it for like 20 hours in like two days. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, this is not a real world. Uh, yeah, but it's cool. It's cool to see what people come up with in their, as a collaborative team. I, I, that's one of my favorite parts of gaming is just to explore this world that someone made up. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe when you get moved in and all that kind of stuff, we can get into Grounded before uh, God of War comes out. All right. I'm in. <laughs> we always say that, but we never... Life. I know. Life gets There's in the way. so many good games. It's hard to... It's hard to justify playing something that might you might not enjoy when you know there's something that you will enjoy. I know it's tough too because you have to get over the hump. Like it does take like two hours usually to get at least for right. me to like know how to play the game and understand the lore or the story. And by that time I'm like, I either need to be invested or I it's like just a complete waste of time for me, which is right. sad. Well, as your kids get older you'll have more time. But uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, toddler, two and a half year old stage, not a good time to be doing not anything conducive. on your own. Yeah. Well, Beans, uh, getting anything else? No, I think that was it. I downloaded the Aperture uh, game that comes with the Steam Deck. Did you have anything on that? Is that good? Should I play it? Uh, it's it's cool to demonstrate all the features of the Steam Deck, but that's really all it is. Uh, it's kind of like an AstroBot PS5 kind of thing. Yeah, it has okay. the same. It's entertaining enough with the the aperture science humor built in, right? Uh, you'll you'll yeah, get a good you'll stuff. get some chuckles out of it, but you, you won't like be missing anything if you don't play it. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, and honestly, it took me maybe an hour less or less to go through it. So check it out. Okay, yeah, probably. Will. Cool. That's all it. right. All right. There's what we played this week. If you got a good game that we should check out, like I said, OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter and Instagram, we'd love to, you know, let us let us get a little uh, playthrough of that game that you think we're really missing out on. And we'll tell you if you're out to lunch or uh, if this is a game that people should check out. All right, we're going to go around the room before we leave. There's only two of us, and uh, Swift is not here to uh, to tell you that he can't think of something so pickle matt what do you want to tell the uh the listeners before we head out i uh, i mean we already talked about it but if you're downloading overwatch 2 and you've never played overwatch before please don't be on my team and uh just expect <laughs> to be in the queue for a long time it is uh it's tough man um i don't maybe everybody else that i get matched with there's just like a group of five friends but i mean i've only played two matches so whatever Give it a shot, I guess, and then uh, hit me up if you want to play. Cool beans. I'll give you my best Overwatch uh, advice. Get yourself a wife, and then make sure that wife only likes to play a pocket healer, Mercy. And then every time you play, make sure she plays with you, so to speak. And then uh, make sure you she's next to you at all times healing you up. And uh, you're going to have a great time. It's a great game. Yeah, when Easy was uh, Lucio, we were basically husbands because I was always near him for the heals. Nice. For the, for the sick music. For the sick music. Let's break it down. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us tonight, especially in the chat. Uh, we'd love to have you here. You can see Pickle Matt using our brand new emote. There's our uh, podcast logo. And uh, if you become a subscriber, you can use those in the chat. As well as uh, picking up, as we talked about before, a 3D printed version of your own gamer tag. Pretty cool. That's mine. It looks really awesome. And I'm going to put it on my computer. For listeners yeah. who want to catch us live, you chat with us or maybe just get a shout out on the air. We stream at twitch.tv slash OMG podcast on now every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Central. Join us. We'd love to have you in the chat. And uh, yeah, talked about our new subscriber gifts. And we should have more coming to you in the form of merch shops and all that kind of stuff as we move on here. All right, you can find me streaming from time to time at twitch.tv slash the underscore underscore stroke as well as the, that same handle on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Pickle Matt likes to stream at twitch.tv slash I'm Pickle Matt. We're both going to be moving and things are going to be a little bit hectic, but we should be getting a more uh, stable stream lifestyle here coming up. Dude, you can also find L-shaped desks that? coming soon with two monitors. I'll actually stream, I promise, because I will <laughs> actually be able to manage more than just a game <laughs> at there once. you have it yeah this uh streaming on this tonight has been interesting while trying to be on one screen one laptop screen but uh cool you can also find swift 
streaming from time to time at twitch.tv slash You can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.podbean.com or anywhere else you might find your podcasts. And with that, we'll leave you with one final thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you next week on One More Game. Pickle Matt, see ya! See ya! Bye, Swift. Bye. You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game Podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.